Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's up, people? Yes, yes, another show. And listen, I'm super excited. You know what's happening in there. Welcome to the Charles Matthews Morning Show. If this is your first time, what I bring to you is an interesting guest. People to make you jump, make you smile, make you pop off and say, hey, this is how we doing it. And guess what? My guest today, she's no stranger to the show. She's no stranger. You know who she is. You've seen her many times before. And I'm so super excited to have her on my show. Please welcome your friend and mine. Let's make some noise. This is Letitia. Yes. Hello, 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 guys. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great in yourself. Thank you for having me, Charles. This is so much fun. Listen, I'm excited. Oh, my brother, like for real. <laughs> Listen, we are going to destroy this show today. We ain't holding nothing back. That's right. You guys have, we want you just to ask the questions because we're here for you. And I'm excited to have you on my show. It's like, you know, I've been on your show for a while. I'm like, okay, got to get her on mine. Yes. Wreck things. But first thing, I just want to do some shout outs if we can real quick. Yeah. Adam, Adam, big shout out to you, my friend. I was actually watching Adam's show the other night. Yes. And I found it so interesting about you know, trading and, and buying product and doing it back on eBay. If you want to learn how to make some money on the side and do some residual income and with Adam's, amazing. Adam's show, you got to watch that. So big shout out to you, Adam. And also, Adam, I watch your show. I don't comment much because I'm taking notes. Like, that's the type of show Adam runs. It's like, you got to get your notebook out. I'm going to get a notebook just for Adam exploit. Yeah, show. what product, when, how much, you know, how to add it up. So great show, my friend. And big <laughs> shout out to everybody else that's watching. I'm just going to put you guys oh, in up. Hi! <laughs> oh, I want to say shout outs to everybody, all the viewers that are watching. All right, we're going to dive right into this, all right? Yes. So you said you wanted to be on my show. Yes, I did. So you know, things happen on my show. I just go deep. You ready? Yes, I signed up for your wait list fast. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's bring it back. Who is Letitia? Born and raised. Who is the little girl? Give us some background stories. Wow, wow. I was born and raised in Westbury, Long Island. Yes, I uh, started out as Letitia Witten. <laughs> um, I, wow, when I was a little girl, I was um, definitely loud. <laughs> We, we, don't, we don't see that. Yeah, I, was, like yes, I was loud. I was outspoken. Um, I have an older brother. We're like four years apart. I have a younger sister. We're a year apart. So I was the middle child. So I was the one that, you know, uh, was was had to like speak up and, and talk up in order to get what I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I have to say I had an amazing father. I mean, rest in peace. Um, my father was amazing i mean when you think of a dad it, he was phenomenal you know and he taught me the first experience with entrepreneurship because he had his own business but i didn't know it was it was called entrepreneurship i just thought okay. that people who love what people who were happy had their mm -hmm. own business and uh, people who had a job were miserable but no shade to those of y'all who love your careers and things like that but honestly like he really was he he taught me what it meant to work hard and stay up late and love your passion and 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 just have you know just just have a great life and so i i give everything i am today is has to do with my dad for sure all right so growing yeah. up you know, you were the middle one, the loud mm -hmm. one. But what did mm -hmm. the what did the little Letitia want to become? 
whoo, I want to become grand. When I was 13 years old, I was watching the movie Clear, Cleopatra. And um, when I saw Cleopatra come down from the pyramid and she had the beautiful outfit on, everybody's eyes on her, I was like, I'm Cleopatra. I'm her. Mm. Okay. So I had a little alter ego. I called her Tropicana because she Tropicana had all the flavors. And, um, you know, I was, I shaved my eyebrows off and I literally drew them on. Yes, I did. Yeah. My mother wore my behind out when I came home from school one day because I used to, back in the day, we had do rags. So yeah. I would, you know, shave my eyebrows off. My dad used to work, uh, one of his businesses was he had box cutters. So it was always razors around the house. Okay. So I, <laughs> I have cuts to prove it. Um, so I would shave it off and I would draw my eyebrows. And then when I came home from school, I'll put the do rag on the cover the first half. But one day in the summer, it was sweaty. I got sweaty and the durag came up and my mom was like, where's your eyebrows? And she wore me out, honey. I mean, wars me out. It didn't stop me from shaving my eyebrows. Um, no, I don't shave them. These are mine. I don't shave my eyebrows anymore. But um, I wanted to become Cleopatra. What she represented for me was mm -hmm. just grand and, and being supernatural. Like we all natural, we're all beautiful, but I wanted to be supernatural. Right. So, um, <laughs> so I was not the type of person that fell in love with superheroes and stuff. Uh, uh, unrealistic, um, fake characters. I wanted to become a queen, and that's who I am today. A queen. There you go. So then, <laughs> no, knowing knowing what you did, knowing what you came from, yeah. How did you get into this part of the business? Like, what made you say, "I don't want to work for anybody anymore. Yeah. I want my own business." Because it's scary. Yeah, so it's scary. Mm -hmm. What made you take that first step into business? Well, I was when I was pregnant back in twenty February twenty seventeen when I took my pregnancy test and found that I was pregnant with my fourth child and I have five. Um, I said I don't want to go back to work after I after she come to this world. So I literally bust my ass. I'm sorry, it was so <laughs> I literally bust my behind for eight months, um, going live three four times a day and just you know getting as many clients as I could. Uh, so in August eleventh of twenty seventeen, I left my job and. Two months later, I have my daughter. Three months later, I spoke at my first event in Bali, Indonesia, and the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> so how did you, you get that first event? Like you just you just dove in. Like people are like, here it is. People are scared to do what they do best. Mm -hmm. Okay, people won't come on camera like this. People won't open up and do live stream. People no. won't things. So what gave you? Was it just to say, well? I got my kids. I want to do it. Did you know something inside? You go, man, I can do this. I could, you know, everything I do is to the extreme. And going back to when I found that I was pregnant, it scared me to go back to work. You know, if you're a woman, you know how that feels after you have a child and you go back after 12 weeks, you don't want to leave your baby. It's like you become so attached. And every time I've done that with my other three children before that, uh, it was a really trauma, emotional time for me to get right back into the work field. And then I was never really happy. I wanted to be home. I always had a, my business. I always had a business. I had a business for over 10 years, but it was on the side, you know, but I wanted to make it more permanent. And after being in, in, in different groups, and communities and things like that. I was like, if they can do it, I, I child, listen, they got what I got. <laughs> so I know I can do it too. So now what got me that, that Bali Indonesia engagement, it was sort of like, you know, again, going to the extreme. I'm the type of person that I, I'm afraid of everything. You know, I am. You know what I'm saying? Even coming over on the show, I was nervous. Like, like Charles Matthew, like, are you, are you serious? And so, um, but again, I always been the type of person that, and someone said this about me that when I got baptized, it's like when I was 16, 
I fall, I jump, I jump and I grow my wings on the way down. Like, I don't even worry about, God, I'm going to be confident first and build up my notoriety and build up my knowledge. Like, no, girl, we going. Let's just get in. Because even going back to my dad, when he first taught me how to swim, I was like, Daddy, I want to learn how to swim. And we, and if y'all from Westbury, you always go to this park in Newcastle. And he picked me up and he threw me in the deepest part of the water. And that's how I learned how to swim. Now, I don't recommend that. You know, but you know, it was different back then. You know what I mean? It's like you want to let's go. You know, you're either gonna you're gonna drown or you're gonna rise to the top. And mama's rise rose also, to the top. Also, also, <laughs> everybody was like, <laughs> I trust me, I'm not damaged. I'm not traumatized. No, that was a lesson, and I thank God to him for it. There you go. There you go. Okay, so then, why did you pick your niche? Why did you I, pick? where you are today to help people with their with their email marketing with their marketing right. strategy. why did you pick this you could have went any direction why this direction right. right well you know i started off with just teaching sales you know which again was great in the beginning because everybody wanted to generate more sales in their business and i have a long extensive experience in sales uh in my background but you know i had to niche down and be specific on okay what vehicle am i going to use to teach my clients how to generate more sales and that vehicle is email marketing because again i started out you know building up my email list back in 2016 you know back when email marketing wasn't cool and again in in a year i was able to leave my job because i doubled down on getting as many people on my list and another thing is is that I, in the beginning, I was not doing Facebook ads. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know anything about ads and managed marketing, period. But I'm like, I'm going to show up more than my competitors do. And I'm going to make sure that whoever is paying attention to me, they keep the attention on me. So that's what email marketing provides. It's like you're taking your audience off of social media. You're, you're grabbing their attention. You're bringing them in. And they're solely are paying attention just to you. So, you know, social media is chaotic. It's so many bits of content that's being presented in front of your consumers faces how do you stand out through email marketing all right so here it is we want to know right now my viewers are going to see they're like okay charles get to the nitty-gritty let's get to the nitty-gritty get to it sizzle it all right tips one two and three <laughs> email marketing what's yes. what's one little tip that you can give us to start you know you have a new business you might not have a list mm -hmm. what do you do mm -hmm. First thing you have to do is you got to know your niche, right? You have to know what lane you want to dominate. Don't look at other people and saying, well, this person's already doing it. That No, we're all unique. There's a lot of, you know, little girls out there doing email marketing, you know, too. But you're not the queen, you know? So you have to position. And I say that to myself because you have to say that to yourself. You have to have that confidence and and dominate your lane. The second thing you have to do is know your audience. Who do you want on your list? Because I don't like, I was very clear earlier this year. And yes, it got a few people mad. I don't work with startups. So last year, what was happening is I was getting a lot of people on my list mm -hmm. uh, who wanted to start a business because last year entrepreneurship was like cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. I want to build my business. I'm getting laid off. I'm got hours are getting cut and all these things. Yep. And let me start a business. And so I was like, cool. So they, I would get on discovery call and I'm like, okay, you know, what type of business are you running? Oh no, I don't have a business. I just want to, I want to start one. Mm. But they have no idea what they want to do. I'm like, oh no, I can't work. I cannot work with, 
startups. So um, I had to, you know, really say I want, you know, established people who have established business, whether you're a, a course creator, service provider, or you're a network marketer, I would love to work with you. So you got to know who you want on your list and be very clear. Okay, very clear. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is you need an ESP, you need an email service provider, you know, right away. Uh, get one. I encourage, I don't believe in getting like free accounts and all those things. I like to, you know, get a, a, a paid ESP so I could just get all the features. And then after that, start, okay, after that, map out. So you want to make like boxes, like you're doing a funnel sort of a process. So mm -hmm. when somebody opts in on your list, what's the email they're going to get? What's the first email? What's the second email? What's the third? What's the fourth? If they click on a link in your email, what do they get after that? So you have to really do like a, a like a picture of where the process that that lead is going to go to. And then you start to build your list. Yeah. All right. So here's the first question. Mm -hmm. How I often think that was five tips? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So here it is. You're saying set it into the box, send it to the things. How do you know how often to email your group list? Every yeah. other day. Every, Every day. other day. You, If you guys can look this up anywhere, like the statistics and the ROI on, you know, sending out emails has, has skyrocketed to the roof for a lot of businesses. So you got to engage in every other day. I feel this is a, is a real healthy way to communicate with your list because the thing is people have immediate, they forget about you. So if you're only doing it once a month or once a week, that's not enough. That's not enough. And the more excitement you build around your offer and your business, the more excited other people are going to get. So depending on your copy, you want to create that sense of urgency, that sense of, of excitement, the sense of I'm going to be missing out if I don't, you know, sign up or if I don't purchase. Yeah. All right. So let me just ask the viewers, if you are an email marketer, if you're thinking about it, just put it in the chat. If you're, if you're scared to write yes. an email, put it in the chat, because for yes. me, I never know what to say. So how do you know mm -hmm. what to say in your emails? Well, you know, it's important that you sound like yourself. You know what I mean? Like, not like, not, don't write how you talk, you know what I mean? But in a sense of like, I have certain like slogans I say or certain things I say in my languaging. So you want to make sure that you don't want to make a drawn out essay. People don't want to read that much, you know, when it comes to a copy. Uh, you want to do a lot of white spacing. So you want to do a lot of double spacing. You don't want to make like a whole, I, I can't stand emails where everything is in one paragraph and, and I can't read that. So again, it's really about, you know, you writing out the features and benefits of whatever it is that you're talking about. You telling a story. So if you, if these leads are new to your list, you want to tell me your behind the scenes story, your, your bridge story, your, your origin story, where it all began, where it all started. I talk about, you know, uh, the times that my husband and I were having, you know, issues in our marriage. I talk about those struggles, times I didn't have the support. You want to like be open and communicate with your list and just be general, genuine and honest. Yeah. And the more it's practice and the more you start to write out copy, the more you start to become good at it. All right. So here's a question because I see that there's all on my list here. There's like, there's all different businesses we're looking at here. You know, a whole bunch of people that do live streaming. Can email marketing work for any business? Absolutely. It can. Absolutely. It can work for any and all businesses. You know, it's definitely important that if you have some form of business and you have people who, who want to support your business, people who want to follow you, you want to get them on your list. You also want to create different categories according to their needs. You know, so if you have certain people that want this certain a certain type of need, like I have some people on my list that wants I have some people on my list that 
want to learn on their own. So they mm -hmm. want to learn what they want to learn from me and do it on their own. Then I have some entrepreneurs on my list who want to pivot, who say, I need a team. So I need, I know you do email marketing and teach, but I want to, I want you, your, you and your team to do it all for me. So you want to create those lists. So that way you're sending out proper content to the proper people. All right. So then mm -hmm. each content is dictated to a certain group or do you do mm -hmm. one letter to everybody? Like, do you say, okay, this person is this, this person is that you get one group. Here's another group. And you, or you put everybody in one group? No, I don't put everybody on one group. Through time, your your your, your list is going to sort of start to funnel, you know, go into certain categories because depending on, I call it behavioral marketing, depending on their behaviors, what they're opening, what they're clicking on. So this is why I tell people, email marketing is more than just sending out emails. There's a whole system behind that, right? Mm -hmm. So if I send out, let's say, for example, I send out the the link to this show. And whoever opened it will get another set of emails. But if they didn't open it, I'm not going to send them those other set of emails. So it all depends on their behaviors. So let's say in this email, I have the link to this live, right? They open it. The second email saying, hey, click this uh, survey because I want your feedback on the show. Whoever clicked on the link will then get another set of emails. So it starts to funnel down and squeeze down to where you I can make a really good offer just off of this live. Okay, see here. This is what and then <laughs> this is a great this comes to this great question from Adam. Oh great. Because that's the, one of the questions he wants to know do you offer something of value to get businesses to sign up to, to your list? Yeah freemium. Yeah I would definitely encourage that. Do, well, do what, got, what do you call it? A freemium or ebook. Use the ebook. We back in the day we used to call them freemium. I've been around for a long. I don't know. Look, I don't I don't look at y'all, but Mama's been around for a long time. Um, so back in the day we used to call them freemium. So freemiums are like uh, ebooks. They're checklists, cheat sheets, um, um, calendars, meal plant planning prep kits. Some, I mean, all types of digital content that you can offer. You know, for free ninety nine. I know some of y'all looking at me talking about, well, I don't know how to make a freemium. Go on to plplr dot com. Okay, they have everything on there from any any industry that you're in, and you need some like something to give away, like an ebook. That's all uh, uh, content that you could purchase that you can either resell or give away to your to so that people can join your list. So we give freemiums for the sense of like an incentive. You know what I mean? Like I have a uh, webinar that I do. So yeah, people can register for my webinar, but they also get two of my eBooks. So as like a gift, you know? So and, yeah. And here's a question. How big does an eBook have to be? Um, I would say six to seven pages, to be honest. Any longer you need to charge for it. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can put stuff out there, make somebody come into it and gather the information and go back out. Right, right. So, like, I have a client, for example, for her ebook, she has twenty-three page ebook. So, we offer the first chapter for free, and then after that, her the upsell from there is get the whole book for seven dollars. Gotcha. All right. Mm -hmm. When we get back, we're gonna take a quick break. But when we come back, we're gonna learn now how do you get the money from the email? Yes. Yeah. How, how do you turn this into some money, y'all? <laughs> CMJ Entertainment is a one-stop shop. CMJ Entertainment helps people to do any type of events, and it's a marketing tool as well. So we'll cover everything from start to finish. If it's a wedding, we'll make sure your wedding is over the top. And if it's an event, we make sure that everybody gets information at the end of the day. 
give us a call at 416-414-8964 or online at cmjent.com. Thanks, Charles. I'm Carolyn Dickinson, and I'm here to tell you that the Life Success Board systems are live. These success boards have massive impact. The system will allow you to be able to envision that anything is possible for every area of your life. It'll give you direction, it'll give you focus, and it'll keep you moving forward. There are eight success board systems available to you, plus bonuses. So for more information on this amazing system, click the link below. You don't want to miss it. Back to you, Charles. Yes, you can get that great offer on my website, charlesmatthewjr.com. We put all the offers on there. Great gifts and prizes. If you want to get your business to the next level, click the link below. All right. Before we went to break, we just talk about the money, y'all. All All right. Let's talk about the money because that's what turns it around. All right. Mm -hmm. How do you do your email marketing? And then where do you put that? Give me some money. Give me some money. Yes. Well, buttons are great. Like, uh, you know, people love to click on buttons, you know, so you want to have that in there somewhere in your copy, a button that people can click on so that we can click on it and and take advantage of your offer. Um, That is definitely important. Um, Also, I, I don't feel that not even feeling, but adding all these graphics in your copy is not good because the way all these rules are changing with Gmail, Yahoo and stuff that can end up in your promotion folder. So certain things can trigger it. So making the money is you just simply as positioning it in your copy where it needs to be and where your audience is going to have their eyes drawn to it. So yes, buttons are great. Doing little emoji arrows are great. Having those things in your copy so people can go straight to your offer. All right. So let's dive in to the site right Ooh, now. Yes. All right. Tell us a little bit more about this. Yes. Well, this is my list building masterclass. I do this masterclass every single week. Um, inside this masterclass, I teach you guys my five step process on how you can, in fact, build a high converting email list. Okay. So I've been running this masterclass for some time now. And really what it does is it gives you some steps. It gives you some perspectives of where to get started. It gives you the idea of, I have people that attended this masterclass and thought that they needed certain things that they didn't need. I have people who attended this masterclass and literally told me, Letitia, I just started getting 50 people on my email list literally an hour after your masterclass. So it is very good, especially for those of you who have a business and you want to start to pivot your business and you want to start to get people on your list and you want to start to maximize your effort. Yeah. All right. So don't forget, you can do that too. Don't forget right now, like, share, and subscribe. There it is right there. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe and learn more about it. All right. Learn more about what you can do, how you can do it, and what you need to do is all about right there. Give us some hearts, some likes, some thumbs up. Make sure you put it in the likes and put it in the likes, y'all. Okay. So here's what we want to get to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. After we take your class, is it a step-by-step process? How do we know we are a good fit for you? Well, how do you know you're a good fit for me is, for one, you have to have a business, some type of business, right? Uh, You have to know who your audience is. Um, And also on top of that, you have to have an offer. You know, what is your offer? It's like, you know, that's a lot of times people, when they start building a list and and then when they finally do have an offer, 
um, is crickets when they offer it because they didn't re reverse engineer their process. They, you have to start out with the offer first. What is that thing? Is it a product? Is it a course? Is it a is it a service? Is it a is are you offering your brick and mortar more people to come into your your brick and mortar business? What is your offer? And uh, that's what it is. I think that would speed up the process, you know, in a sense of you just wandering around and trying to say, well, I just want to get people on my list to see if they're interested in, in this problem. Okay, great. But you still have to have an offer. <laughs> to, you know what I mean? To lead from. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, Oh, sign up. Yeah. What What are we signing up for? Yeah. Just sign up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work. We'll work out that details later. Yes, yes, yes. It's not right. that way. Yeah. So have products ready. Have everything ready. Mm-hmm. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. It's time, my girl, to play the game. You ready? Yes! Now time for pick three. All right. Oh, this is pick three, where you give me three numbers between one and ten, and those are the questions I'm going to ask you. You pick your own questions right here, right on the show. Ooh, seven. 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 Give me two more. Eight. Seven, eight. Ten. Ten. All right. Question number seven. If you were in my shoes, what question would you have asked yourself that I never asked you? Oh, that you never asked me. Yep. I mean, we do the other show too. So I'm trying to do other show. Um, I would say my mission. What's my mission statement? So what is your mission statement? Um, I my mission statement I call ROI, which normally ROI means returning your investment, but I call it results. I give my clients results, I give them opportunities, and I provide an impact for their business. All right, there you go. Question number eight. It says, uh, where can the listeners find you? If you're not on, you're not on my show, tell everybody where we can find you. Where can they find you? Yes, well, you can find me on Instagram at the at the real Letitia Campbell. Uh, yes, it's a great place to find me. You can find me on Facebook at Letitia Campbell or just go to my website, CampbellSuccessNetwork.com. All right, there you go. All right, what mentors helped you to get to this level that you are at now give me three of your mentors that help you get to this level where you are right now oh well the good ones um i have to say no shame um <laughs> i only say that because I, 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 can i just be honest here i'm missing y'all go ahead go ahead let me just do this for you they teach us said you the son of a if you're not correct all right all right, there you go. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I want to say this because um, again, I want to be honest, guys. Those of y'all who are starting a business, you're gonna go through a few. You know, it's just like picking the right underwear. You're gonna go through a few before you be like, "Oh, this is good. It's good on me." Um, but I'll have to say, <laughs> I would have to say, people like Russell Brunson. You know, Russell. If I don't know who he is, he's the king of sales funnels. He's the king of click funnels and all that. I, you know, I've been to quite a few of his events. And he has by far, you know, been a great, you know, mentor wise. I have to say also within the ClickFunnel um, community, um, the Funnel Hacker Live coaches, you know, has definitely helped me. Uh, I listen to a lot of Gary V as well. He has been amazing. Um, mm, 
I have to, you know, I, this is my first time actually giving this woman honor, you know, because honestly, even though her and I had our little hiccups in the past, uh, Donya Winningham has been the woman that actually helped me to sort of know that I could be like, okay, bam, we're going to make, because I, I I can turn this into a business business. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I started out in the beginning doing what I'm doing, but doing it for free or at very low cost. Right. And when I started to charge premium pricing, it was all through, you know, her influence. So I have to give her thanks because um, God brought her in my life to really say, girl, you better get out this job now. You only have this, this is it. You have to start working hard now and get leave this job now. You never have this opportunity ever, you know? So. All yeah. right. Let's, let's back up two steps. How do you know what to charge? What are you worth? How do you know what to charge? And then, and, and when they come to you and say, but Letitia, I got like two other friends that have businesses. Right. I can bring you other clients. Uh, can you hook a brother up? I got, I got friends that open up a business and other friends can open a business. Can you do something with your price? And you tell them. If you're offering services or, or courses, charge higher than your competition. I know that sounds weird. I know that sounds weird. Here's why I say that. <laughs> okay. I don't, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, the things that most people are amazed about, I'm not. Like, I don't care how much followers my competitors have. I mean, people can buy that stuff these days. But I would charge higher in the sense of, I'm going to charge higher, but increase the value. Okay, this is what I'm going to give. This is what I'm going to offer. Um, people don't charge for their time, you know, and that was my mistake in the past was not charging for my time. I started doing that now, but um, we're well, not now, but, you know, in the past few years. So really put a price on your time, you know, as well. And um, yeah. So is that, what they say? is that where they, they say time is money? Yes, time is money. Absolutely. I feel that a lot of times when we're putting a price on things, we're like, well, I want to make it affordable. I want to make it so people can say yes. The problem you're going to have with is, is the type of people you're going to have bring in from charging so low. You know, you're going to get those people. When I was charging low in the past, I was getting those people that were not producing a result. My business thrives off of testimonials, thrives mm -hmm. off of that. I have dozens and probably almost 100 testimonials right now in my boat. Because that's what I, that's currency to me. When a client says, coach, I got, I, you help me make money, coach, you help me leave my job, coach, you help me feed my family. Those are the things that I, that's, that's currency to me. That's a testimony I can put on my sales page inside my email copy, things like that. So that's what it is. It's like, I, you need to charge your price so that you can capture a certain type of individual. Okay. Not, not a certain class, like, rich, you know, upper, no, mm -hmm. I'm talking a type of individual that's going to pay that price and say, I'm ready to hit the ground running. Like I just had a client in my program last, what last week. And she's about to launch on July 19th. Like this, those are the people that I charge a great price and they hit the ground running. They're ready to get to work. So, yeah. Okay. So then here's the other thing. How do you know what your client is? So like, do I go for Oh, you know, because we're in Canada, do I go for Drake? <laughs> you know, do I go and say, yo, Drake, this is what I can do for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I call it, you know, I know y'all probably heard this term before, build your avatar. You know, you got to know your client. I know my target audience like the back of my hand. I know what she's thinking right now. I know what she's feeling right now. I know what, what TV shows she's looking at, 
right? Mm -hmm. I know, I know what was going to keep her out of purchasing from me. So you have to build your avatar up like it's a physical person, you know, because if you don't, you're not going to know how to talk to her. You're not going to be sp speaking her language. So I think that's important to know your audience. And in the beginning, right, the, the whole flip side of this, your, your avatar in the beginning is sometimes yourself, right? It's sometimes you. And sometimes you're talking to so many women who were like you five years ago or even a year ago right with everything that's been going on last year right so you got to know who she is you got to know her like the back of your hand you got to know what gets her to take action fast you got to know what's going to keep her from taking action you know you got to study her and that's important you know one of the things that has helped me determine that was one day this was like back in 2016 i made a post on social media and i kept posting this like every day i was just posting it and i asked i said hey for those of you who are in this type of business what are some of the things that you're struggling with right now? Okay. And I, I had a spreadsheet out and every day I would go to that post. I would go under the thread. I would just type in the response, type in the responses. And that's how I molded my first offer just from my audience. And then I let their wallet, the Russell Brunson approach, determine which offer was the one I was going to lead with from that. Okay. So then here's the, here's the last question. When you're starting... You know, you're going to have naysayers here and there. And I'm going to ask this to everybody business. How do you deal with the naysayers? You need them. You, you okay. do. You need them. You know, I always say that if you don't got some naysayers, some haters on, under you, you know, then you're not you're not making enough noise. You're not. Right? You're not producing. Um, I'm going to be honest. It's like I, I feel like the people that, you know, were against me or, or didn't feel me or didn't like my business. It was something in me that they felt like was. You know, a lot of times when people see you doing so some big things, they, they end up feeling like, oh, my God, you know, I wish I can do that. I wish I was there and things like that. So it's always something internally, you know, with themselves that they're dealing with that they don't understand. When I first started off in business, my husband was one of my, I would say, naysayers, because, again, he didn't grow up with a business background. None of, no one in his family has a business. Not saying any shade on that, but it's reality. I, I grew up around a lot of people, not just my dad, but also my uncles and them. That took a lot of risk because that's what entrepreneurs do. We can just throw some you know, money out there. And we're like, oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get it. And, and sometimes it, it flops and sometimes it doesn't. Right. But the thing is about entrepreneurship is that most of our ideas flop. Most of the things that I have launched went down the drain. Most of the copy that I've sent out to my list didn't work. So it's like we're going to try 100 things out. They're going to fail until that 101 thing that's going to be successful. So that's the thing when the hate comes in through all that, all the failures the times that I failed at things and people are like, Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew that was that, that I knew that wouldn't work out all these things, but I, I don't, I don't look at that and say, Oh my God, I'm a failure is bad. I look at it as, okay, I made one bad decision, but it's going to lead to another decision, another decision, another decision. So that's what's so important to me. But, um, I feel it. All right. Yep. That is the horn that it is. Call the I police. Hear it. <laughs> we got it. All right. It is time for rapid fire. That's yes, what I'm it. it is time for rapid fire. There's no holding back. Yes. Somebody, are you ready? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm going to ask you questions real quick. I'm just going to rapid fire at them. You got oh. one minute to explain if you have to explain your answer. 
Uh-huh. You got to keep moving, got to keep moving, got to keep moving. Yes. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Song you sing before you jump on stage. Oh, my God. Oh, there's so many songs I sing. Come on now. This is rapid fire. Let's go. Oh, Cardi B. Cardi B. When Cardi it's up B. and it's up and it's up. <laughs> Favorite book. Huh? Favorite book. The Atomic Habit. All right. <laughs> Favorite TV show right now. The Office uh, and Versailles. What's the, what's the best line you always put in an email? Let's get out there and dominate. All right. What is your favorite dessert? Oh, my God. Oh, I got so many. A cheesecake. Uh, red velvet cheesecake. What's the worst thing in business you can ever do? Give up. What's the best thing in business you could ever do? Make money. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what, is, what, is your, what is your hidden talent that nobody knows about? Oh, oh my God. What's my hidden talent? I have a lot. Oh, being a great mom. That's, that's there, my hidden talent. There you go. Oh, you makeup. Can... Oh, face. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you can meet anybody past or present, who would you meet? If I can meet anybody past or present? Yep. I'll say Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll say, yeah, I'll say uh, ooh, uh, Michelle Obama. Letitia Murphy. <laughs> Let's talk. All right, Michelle Obama. All right, you have one meal to cook. Michelle Obama just called and she said, I'll be at your house in about oh, three Oh, big city, girl. I'll make y'all meet Michelle. Call me. <laughs> you got one meal to make for her. She's coming over. What do you make? Big city. Big city. Tell me about it. I it's basically I put the sauce and the in the in the beef. If you're a vegan, uh, don't you're just gonna have to eat it like that. I'm not putting no turkey, none, none of that in there. Uh, beef, cheese. Okay, it's gonna be the bomb. It's gonna be throwing it down. All right, last question. What is your end goal? Oh my God, my end goal is to definitely pass something on to my children's children. I want with all the things that I'm doing today, I want my children's children to eat off of. I want my all children's right. children to live off of. That's that's my end goal. All right. You don't make me cry, boy. Oh my God. All right. So then here's my last question for you. Because okay. you answered that question for something for your children's children, I always want to find out. At the end of the day, when you leave this earth, what do you want your legacy to be? When they when when your kids say, Oh, that was my mom, or they think, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, I want my legacy to be for my my family to know that whatever they put their mind to, they can they can do it, you know, and do it even when they're not perfect, you know, when things are not right, no matter what, and they can stand on their own. Yeah. There you go. See, mm -hmm. that's what happens when you're a great mom and a fantastic in business. That's <sighs> who you are, my girl. Do your thing, girl. Do your wave. Do the queen wave. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so it's that time. Before we let you go, it is your time to do the queen wave and shout out anybody you want to shout out to. Who do you want to say hi to? This is your moment. I want to say hi to my clients. I see y'all in the comments. Thank you, Therese, LaShawn, you know, all you ladies who in here. I love y'all to death. I want to shout y'all out because y'all are amazing. 
There you go. And Leticia, I thank you so much for jumping on. And for you, it's nothing but love and confetti. Thank you so much, Charles. There you, you go. It's all about love and confetti for you. Yes. Thank all you. Right. <laughs> so listen, I know you weren't on this Saturday. We missed you. When are you back on so we can catch you? Uh, on this show or in, oh no, the next show we're going to be doing for live stream reviews is going to be next Saturday. I think the 10th, I think that is. At 12 there you Eastern. go. There you go. So if you need more information, pop it off, get there. All right. And we just want to say thanks to our viewers. Thank you, Adam. Adam, you know, and that's what I love about our viewers. And this is a thing too. We're family. It's family. Get it out there. Show each other business, help each other out. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So listen, I want to say a big shout out to my wife. It's our anniversary today. Oh, congrats. There you go. I'm living it large. You got to do what you got to do. Love your business. My Get son. a nice ring. Diamonds. <laughs> I got to do more email marketing then. <laughs> yes. Here's one thing I, I want to say before we let you go, everybody. My son asked me a question just before we jump on the show. He said, dad, you have a show to go do. And I go, yeah. He goes, do you love what you do? And I said, yes, son. Why? Because any business you go to, anything you do, put love into it. That's, That's right. the number one thing. If you don't love what you do and you wake up every day upset, panicking, don't be, mm -hmm. have some love, do what you do. It's the mm -hmm. best feeling ever. All right, everybody. You, know what I'm you didn't have to watch, but I'm glad that you did. I hope you get something from it. Tell somebody you love them. We'll see you next time. Love you, everyone. It's come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Join us next time. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.